are now listening to Wisdom from North podcast with me, Jannike Einias. Here I will explore topics such as metaphysics, spirituality, personal growth, and in general, how we can create good lives for ourselves. My intention is to find some answers, but perhaps more importantly, finding new questions to ask, because there is always something new to discover in this wonderful universe that we live in. In Wisdom from North, we're passionate about helping you take your spiritual growth to that next level. That's why we are collaborating with some amazing spiritual teachers and partners who offer free webinars and classes. Go to wisdomfromnorth.com forward slash free. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent. Now, please enjoy the episode. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Tarja. A warm welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very honored to be here. So nice to have you visiting me here in Oslo and we have collaborated before. You are a filmmaker, an author, you are um, a speaker and you have now a talk that you're traveling around uh, the country with in Norway where you speak about the new paradigms that are emerging. You also have your own podcast and you're very passionate about this, that we have to uh, replace the old paradigm, this old materialistic paradigm with a new paradigm. Mm. But my first question to you is, why are you so passionate about sharing these ideas about, you know, the, the deeper uh, reality or the nature of reality that might be different from what we learned in school? Well, uh, first of all, I have to say that I've, I've always been very curious. Uh, from my uh, youngest days, I've, I've been asking questions all the time uh, and, and also very many of these typical existential questions like why are we here? Uh, what happens when we die? Why is life uh, like it is? And, and all that. Uh, but uh, so I have um, 
been uh, in my adult life, I have been um, doing a lot of uh, research on my own to try to find answers to these uh, questions, which has, uh, among many things, resulted in, in uh, a, um, a handful of documentaries that we have produced over the last 15 years, uh, trying to uh, find answers. And uh, one of the uh, documentaries is uh, the one called uh, The Creative Play of Consciousness, where we were trying to explore the phenomenon of consciousness. And also we've been into, uh, into uh, uh, topics um, touching into the uh, field of UFO and extraterrestrial life and, and all that. Uh, and many of these documentaries have also be, uh, been uh, award-winning documentaries, uh, also in the U United States. But anyway, um, I feel that uh, we are living in a paradigm that uh, is <laughs> still uh, mainly ma uh, materialistic uh, in the way of viewing, of, of viewing the nature of uh, reality. And this is due to our science that has, uh, the science that has developed over the past uh, three, four hundred years from uh, Newton and Galileo and uh, many of the uh, different scientists, uh, also the uh, quantum physicists uh, f uh, that appeared um, around uh, year 1900, 1920, like Einstein, Bohr, Heisenberg, Bohm, uh, Schrodinger, Planck, etc., etc., uh, of course, they they were asking questions. They were kind of uh, uh, challenging this uh, materialistic view that the uh, that nature and our existence was uh, basically materialistic. Uh, but they didn't find the answers then. But now, a uh, hundred years later, there are new physicists with uh, new approaches uh, based on many of the ideas from those uh, uh, physicists a hundred years ago that have. Uh, dig even deeper and that are now finding that uh, the world is quite uh, different uh, on the in its basics than what it seems like uh, when we perceive it with our five senses so i feel that uh, if we ever uh, are going to uh, get out of this trauma or this this um uh traumatic situation which still governs uh, the world i mean we have wars we have political differences we have very many um, i mean competition on so many levels that uh, has given us a um, uh, from a materialistic view very many benefits all these uh, this competition but on the other side it has all, all, uh, also left us with a lot of uh, trauma, with a lot of, of uh, very uh, troublesome effects. So, and this is because um, um, mainstream uh, science uh, has told us uh, over the past hundred, couple of hundred years that uh, the meaning of life uh, is, uh, or, or life itself actually, is just based on on coincidences. I mean, it's if you go back to Darwin's uh, theory, which says that life has developed uh, by pure coincidence, and that the best um, uh, result of a random process uh, was uh, able to uh, um, 
survive uh, in competition with other species, then it, life has developed very slowly, mutation by mutation. Uh, and uh, that idea has created a feeling that uh, the reason why we are here is basically to uh, uh, survive as, uh, for as long as you uh, can to be able to, uh, to make new uh, <laughs> babies, to put it that way. Uh, so, I mean, life is just a continuous struggle to uh, uh, eat and to survive and to reproduce. And uh, on that ride, you can try to gather as much materialistic uh, things as possible to uh, keep you happy and to keep you comfortable. But uh, the meaning is not more than that. And as long as we believe that, still believe that, then uh, we will also keep fighting for uh, to try to support ourselves and our own families and uh, and uh, don't care too much about other people. I mean, that's why we conquer for almost everything, you know, even for land, as we see now in Europe. Yeah, that makes sense that we have to actually update our beliefs. Otherwise, we'll just continue so, uh, where we're going. So where are we going? Yeah, so, that, so that's my uh, passion is to uh, um, try to convey the message that life has a much deeper meaning. Uh, and this deeper meaning uh, comes to the surface when you start taking consciousness into the equations. Because consciousness so far is uh, something that everyone knows that we have. I mean, we can see it not uh, only in our own uh, skull <laughs> or in our own minds or in our own hearts, but we can see it everywhere in nature. I mean, uh, every tiny, tiny piece of living organism, even if it is a singular cellular organism, has consciousness. Uh, ants have consciousness, trees have consciousness, fungi has con uh, consciousness. Everything is a system based on consciousness. But still, consciousness is the biggest problem in science it's like the, the, the hard problem <laughs> hard problem in science yeah. and and science don't want to go down that road because consciousness is extremely difficult to study with our scientific met methods and our scientific uh, tools so <clears throat> science has just kind of decided that we'll <clears throat> we'll leave consciousness to to the church or to uh, organize religion um, they can take care of the spiritual side of the human being. We will concentrate of the physical on the physical life, and and that has over time made us more and more orientated around the uh, the materialistic side of of our uh, the fantastic creation that we're living in. And I feel that time has come now to move to the next level, mm -hmm. which is a more holis uh, holistic approach to uh, how we regard life as such. So in your talks, you're actually going through five different uh, topics or areas that you have investigated throughout your life, basically, and now traveling around talking about. So I would love to go dive into mm. each and one of them. So what is the first one? Well, first of all, I have to say that uh, I see, and it's not only me, I mean, there's been written books about this. Uh, a lot of uh, researchers uh, or scientists are also on the same track. But there are so many anomalies 
that are uh, challenging our uh, materialistic paradigm. Uh, and um, I've just picked out five of them. I mean, there are hundreds. Okay. <laughs> uh, but um, I've picked up some of them. And uh, one of them is, of course, uh, the uh, evolution theory, which says that life is based on random uh, coincidences, that it's based on, on random mutations. That's how uh, life has developed. That's how the species have developed. Uh, developed and but the thing is that uh, w what we see now with uh, science on the more molecular level and uh, especially in, uh, within biology uh, and microbiology is that life all life forms are uh, based on extremely complicated intricate uh, systems so there's uh, every cell is uh, controlled and uh, operated by extremely complex systems. Uh, so your body is full of billions of billions of uh, uh, conscious parts that talk with it with each other and that uh, um, manage to fine-tune the whole uh, larger system to a point where it actually functions and uh, is able to uh, maintain itself. So uh, it's extremely complex. They are extremely complex, these systems. And uh, according to Darwin, these systems have developed just by chance or coincidence uh, over time because he says, okay, if we have like, um, uh, we know that multicellular multicellular life has existed on the planet for let's say 1.5 billion years there's a, then he says there's enough time to uh, develop uh, things from a uh, singular cellular bacteria to a uh, human being which is an enormous uh, span of sy systemic development but uh, the new science says that these systems are so complicated that you cannot uh, develop these systems without developing all the parts at the same time because if you pick uh, take away one part of a uh, multi uh, partial system then the system collapses so according to darwinism uh, these uh, systems have developed part by part over time but that's impossible you can't develop a, a something uh, as complicated as an air part by part. All the parts have to be there simultaneously for it to function. So that is a big challenge to the Darwinism, the, the Darwinistic view, uh, because it doesn't include uh, the intent on uh, developing something. So there has to be a, an architect, there has to be an architectural plan for developing systems, and that is not, uh, that is not taken into consideration in the Darwinistic view. But uh, obviously when you study nature on the, on, uh, the uh, uh, macro, uh, excuse me, micro level, micro level, you see that there has to be a plan, there has to be a, some kind of uh, plan behind it or idea or architecture behind it and that requires consciousness and intelligence so that's one thing that that that's an anomaly 
that uh, is challenging this materialistic view. The next thing I would say is uh, uh, paras uh, par paranormal phenomena, parapsychology, because we know now from uh, science, um, like uh, for example in the uh, Institute of Noetic Sciences in the United States, uh, which were founded by uh, the former uh, astronaut Edgar, Mit uh, Edgar Mitchell back in the late 70s. They have for 40, 50 years been studying uh, different types of, uh, of uh, con consciousness-related uh, systems. And uh, what they have proved beyond uh, all doubt is that telepathy is a natural occurring phenomena within the human construction. Mm. Minds can read minds, even over long, uh, long distances, even uh, through thick walls, etc. I just have to mention that I think humans have experienced that, you know, yeah. that we actually experience that, all of us, uh, that it's real. But it's good to hear that it's actually have been researched and approved. And I, I have... Uh, on several occasions, uh, talked with uh, Dean Radin, who has been kind of the uh, leading researcher uh, at uh, this institute, and he says, we have all the uh, data, we have all the proof, we have the science that can prove that telepathy is actually a natural occur occur occurring phenomena. The problem is that mainstream science, they have closed the door to it, they will, even if we put all the proof on the table, they won't listen. Uh, so that's the challenge because it, it challenges the existing paradigm, which again, of course, has a lot of implications uh, with all the professors and all the scientists and all the systems that are built around that. Uh, and it's all about money. And it's all about money. It's all about careers. It's all about uh, prestige. It's all about position. It's all about a lot of stuff politics, uh, you know, whatever. But still, I'm thinking if enough people are speaking about this, uh, it will shift at one point. Like if the weight becomes too unbalanced, there's so many people who are interested in this, it has to yeah, that's, sort of that's how tip. The, that's how the big revolutions have uh, occurred uh, during history, that when the masses uh, uh, get together, and make a movement to try to change something, then change can happen. Mm. But you have it has to start with the masses. It does. It never starts from the top. It starts always starts from the bottom. So uh, how can we do that? Uh, well, we have to do it. We're, we have to use a tool that people uh, are confident with uh, or have, have uh, believe in, and that's science. And that's what what's happening now is that, like I said, mm. science can prove. Uh, that uh, telepathy is a, a natural occurring phenomena. Mm. Science can prove that mind over matter uh, also is a natural occurring phenomena. Science can prove that remote viewing is a natural <laughs> occurring phenomena. It's uh, uh, it's been used <clears throat> in in, in uh, intelligence in the military to spy on uh, well on on other uh, nations using uh, remote viewing. So it's accepted on that level, but still mainstream science won't touch it, you know. So that has to change. So that's, um, and there's a lot of uh, these type of uh, uh, paranormal phenomena, uh, ESP, um, 
you know, uh, clear sight, clairvoyance, and, and stuff like that. And even your intuition, your feeling that something is happening or that something, someone is going to knock on your door or that your mother is going to call you. Uh, I mean, there have also been made studies on that types of phenomena, which are commonly occurring among people. But, um, you know, uh, so that's challenging the materialistic uh, view that the world is based basically just physical. And then uh, you have this uh, anomaly called uh, near-death experiences. Mm. Uh, where people have a cardiac arrest uh, at the operation table or in a car crash or whatever. And they have the uh, experience of uh, going out of their body, uh, floating uh, under, up uh, beneath the ceiling, looking down at the doctors and nurses trying to uh, put you back to, your body back to life and what the, you can hear what they're saying, you can name the other doctors coming from other places to or, or uh, coming into the room and trying to help out with the situation and that's also been studied uh, there's a lot of different people who have been studying it like Pim van Lommel in uh, in uh, the Netherlands uh, like Raymond Moody like uh, um, oh yeah Ions uh, in uh, the US also is an organization where they uh, where a lot of people with NDEs are coming together, yeah, sharing yeah, their yeah. stories. It's the same institute, yes. And uh, Sam Parnia uh, is one of the main researchers. So these phenomena uh, occur in uh, in like 20% of cases where people have cardiac arrest or are uh, totally brain damaged. And that's a lot. That's 20%. A lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And we also have people like um, uh, Anita Morjani, uh, who has written books about this. We have people like Ibn Alexander, the neurosurgeon who also had that type of experience. And I, I've interviewed them both, and yeah. I, I think I've interviewed around 20 people now having near-death experiences yes. so on my channel. Is, this is very, very common, mm. uh, which tells us that there is another dimension, at least another dimension where we, uh, where our consciousness or our soul travels after the death of the physical body. Uh, and uh, this is becoming very commonly known and uh, it's changing our view on death and it's changing our view on the whole, well, existence of, of our consciousness. So that's, that's an anom anomaly challenging the materialistic view. And of course, we have the UFO phenomenon which you are very passionate about and myself as well. And I just have to mention, it was so funny because we did a Norwegian interview and I feel like my English speaking audience is a bit more open-minded. Uh, and in Norway, we were a bit more hesitant to speak about it and we agreed not to speak about it. And we ended up speaking half, half of the interview we spoke about UFO. So, <laughs> but I think it's just something in our subconsciousness that we need to, we don't want to hold back, you know, we want to speak about what we're passionate about. So you've even made a film about this the day before disclosure. Yes, we did a uh, quite thorough investigation back in, uh, in uh, around uh, 2008, 9 and 10 and ended up with a film called uh, The Day Before Disclosure, which has actually won a lot of uh, international awards and uh, still is uh, on the net and uh, can be seen from our website, uh, newparadigm.no. 
Um, but anyway, uh, I've been interested in UFOs all my life. Uh, my father was interested in UFOs. I found books uh, uh, in my uh, at home when I was around 10 years old. Uh, uh, the first one, the book of uh, George Adamski, UFOs Have Landed, it really kicked me or, or triggered my fantasies and uh, my uh, my interest. I was very intrigued uh, and, I've, and I've been ever since, um, which then ended in, in doing this film where we interviewed like 50 or 60 people around the globe who had were either researchers into the UFO field or who were experiences who had uh, different types of uh, experiences with UFO sightings or even being abducted by UFOs. I mean, it's a, it's a universe of information. And um, what was the red thread? What did you find? What was your conclusion after doing 50, 60 interviews about this? Well, my conclusion was that this is absolutely a, uh, a real phenomenon. Uh, I still can't say uh, who they are where they come from, what their agenda is, are they benevolent, are they malevolent, uh, uh, or... There what, might be several. There might be several, but I mean, according to people that <clears throat> that I trust, that I've... Uh, because, I mean, I have to say, in uh, <laughs> I talk, when I talked to Edgar Mitchell, the NASA astronaut, and told him that I was... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Making a film on, on UFOs, the global UFO situation. He said, good luck. It's a very interesting topic. I've been very interested in myself all my life. But you have to uh, keep, keep one thing in mind. You are stepping into a minefield. That's what he says. And I said, okay, but I'll try anyway. But uh, during the, on, on the... Going down the rabbit hole. Going down the rabbit hole. I, I really discovered that it, it was a minefield. So uh, some of the interviews that we did, we have just we we have just uh, put them uh, or had to archive. Well, they're on the hard disk they forever. Leave them on the hard disk, <laughs> yes, because there are many people who are wannabes. Mm -hmm. Because uh, if you say that you have been abducted by a UFO, you gain a lot of attraction, especially on, and you be you get invited to conferences. You can join podcasts, you get a lot of fan mail, etc. Suddenly, you're an interesting person. And many people find that kind of uh, attractive, you know. So it's very easy to fabulate, to, to read some UFO uh, stuff and then make your own uh, story and, uh, you know, become very attractive to people who want to listen. So you, you, there are some of them. But I would say 
most people that we uh, were in touch with, uh, especially uh, within the topic of UFO abductions, they were, uh, in the first place, very reluctant to say anything at all because uh, these things has, had been so traumatic uh, for them in their lives that they really did not want to talk about it. And just to come out in, uh, in, uh, into, uh, or, or talking to media uh, would put them in a situation uh, that, that they were not very comfortable with. And like when I talked to, um, uh, to uh, Robert, um, oh, <laughs> come on, um, one of the big uh, re uh, researchers, I've, I've talked to Bob, uh, Bud Hopkins and David Jacobs, that's guy. David Jacobs uh, has done a lot, a lot of uh, uh, um, uh, research? research and hypnosis on people who, uh, who have had these uh, experiences. And he says that uh, I am a professor at the university in Philadelphia, Temple University Philadelphia, and I have even done a class. I'm the only person <laughs> that I know of that had actually done a class on the UFO uh, topic uh, uh, at the university. So it was a very popular class, mm -hmm. but my uh, peers or my uh, the administration at the university, they really didn't like it. So here I am uh, doing research on a topic where uh, my uh, leaders at the, my workplace don't like it. Uh, I can't uh, talk to the neighbors about it. Uh, my wife doesn't like it. She can't talk to her friends about it. My kids uh, can't talk to their schoolmates about it. But still, their father is obsessed with us, <laughs> you know, with this. So, and and that's some that's kind of the situation within within the UFO field. People who see things that are out of this world are very uh, afraid of telling it because they will, will be laughed at or looked at as, uh, do they have a diagnosis? Uh, are they lunatics? You know, so this has kind of kept a lid over the whole, uh, of, 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 of the whole situation for a very long time. But now uh, things are starting to happen because there are, uh, of, of course, over the, especially after the Second World War, there's been a lot, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of sightings and reports of people being abducted and, and people meeting these different beings. Uh, some people say that there are at least 70 or 80 or 100 different beings that contact us on, on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, they have technology. Maybe they are like... Uh, some thousands or uh, even billion or million <laughs> years ahead of us in technology so they can demat dematerialize they can just pop uh, into our reality as like out of nowhere they can do stuff and they can uh, vanish like into <laughs> uh, become invisible just like that and and um and uh the, th the thing is that because it has been so difficult to study this phenomenon and to uh, find out actually what it is, uh, there has been uh, kept a lid over on it also from the different uh, uh, authorities around the world because as, far, as long as we don't know what it is, we don't know where they come from, we don't know how, what 
type of agendas, etc. It's very difficult for some for some president or authority to to uh, come forward to the public and say, uh, we know that we are visited, but uh, we don't know what it is. Our military can't do anything about it. And uh, but but just as you know, ju just to tell you, uh, there's something going on, but um, we don't know if it's dangerous or not. But anyway, uh, it was I think it was last year that uh, there was a Congress hearing in the United States uh, where both the American uh, Pentagon, the American NASA and the Congress, uh, they made a claim that UFOs or they call it UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena, uh, are that's it's a real phenomenon because it has been recorded by fighter uh, jet fighter pilots uh, on radar, on film, visual sightings, and now we cannot uh, keep this uh, closed any, or in secret anymore. Uh, whistleblowers have come forth, pilots have come forth. Uh, we have to accept that this is a reality that we have to uh, investigate because it might be some type of threat. We don't know. So they actually uh, concluded that uh, it is a real phenomenon. And what has happened now, just a couple of weeks ago, is that one of the main researchers into this field uh, from the American um, authorities mm -hmm. has uh, uh, come forth. I think his name is David uh, uh, yeah, David Crush, uh, Grunch, or no, not Grunch, but Grush or something. I can't remember it. Uh, he has uh, confirmed that the American uh, authorities uh, have in their position uh, many uh, UFOs. Cra crafts. Many extraterrestrial uh, or interdimensional crafts mm -hmm. that have uh, um, crashed or been left behind on Earth and that they have for many, many years been back engineering these craft, try to figure out what type of, uh, of uh, propulsion systems they have, what type of materials they're made of, what type of technology and this and that. And um, of course- It might be possible that we're using alien uh, technology already without knowing it. Yeah, well, you know, this famous crash in Roswell uh, in July uh, 1947, where they uh, allegedly uh, managed to capture a, a downed craft. Uh, and uh, what the story says is that uh, the craft, when they uh, removed it from the, the crash site, and of course they said it was a weather balloon, uh, the military version, but uh, there was people who saw it before the military came there. Who, and that's why uh, the Roswell uh, uh, newspaper had a big uh, you know, front page saying that a flying saucer has crashed in Ros in Roswell, New Mexico. The day after, they said, uh-oh, it was uh, a weather balloon. A weather balloon. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's a long story for itself. But anyway, uh, after that crash, um, people uh, who have come forth or forward uh, who were part of the crash retrieval uh, people mm -hmm. say that uh, parts of this UFO were sent to different laboratories in the US to try to find out what type of materials it was made of. The laboratories themselves uh, didn't know that it came from a UFO. They just got a piece of material and they said, find out what this is. Well, the strange thing was that three months later, the Bell Laboratories uh, managed to produce the first transistor. They had been working with the idea of making 
a transistor uh, for a long time, but I did hadn't find the right uh, combination of uh, of uh, rare materials. Uh, but three months after they uh, received this material from that UFO, suddenly the first transistor appeared. And also things like fiber optics uh, is also said to be a technology that uh, comes from one of these uh, UFOs and a lot, of, uh, a lot of other. And also the propulsion systems, which uh, they believe are uh, based on uh, the ability to control gravity, have of course also uh, been back engineered and there is a saying that this propulsion technique or, or the ability to control gravity uh, has been well known within the um, inner 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 circles in uh, the american uh, military system for uh, or uh, uh, yeah for a very long time but the uh, this knowledge itself is so explosive i mean it's way beyond the atomic bomb when if you use these types of forces so uh, we humans are not uh, have not developed uh, socially or intellectually uh, to a point where we actually are able to uh, use this type of technology without damaging our, ourselves mm. i mean as long as i just read in the paper today about Microsoft, the biggest computer uh, producer in the world, have their systems have just now been hacked by someone who, who they don't know is. So there are people out there all the time who want to, uh, to destroy things, who have bad intentions. And if they got their hands on this type of technology, it would be devastating. So that's one of the reasons why it's kept a lid on, to my belief. Mm. Uh, but there are, of course, many, 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 many other uh, reasons as well. Uh, but the point is that the fact that we are visited by someone from other uh, star systems or galaxies mm. or even from other types of uh, dimensions the facts, uh, what that tells us is that our view on, our limited view on reality has to open up to a much brighter perspective because these things are real. Uh, we uh, have to accept that and, and we cannot just kind of stick our heads into the sand anymore. All right, so that was the UFO phenomenon, and we also see, you know, the, the Canadian uh, government. Uh, there were um, some ministers coming out talking about it. So things are really happening. Uh, so maybe, yeah, you were right. Disclosure is coming very soon. Uh, but over to the next uh, anomaly. Well, uh, as I said, there are many, many anomalies. But um, of course, uh, one of the uh, main things is. Uh, the um, uh, quantum world, the, what we have discovered there now. And there are new uh, physicists uh, like uh, Nassim Haramein, uh, for instance, who uh, have this claim that on the basis of everything, uh, we see that uh, the world is constructed of the two main components, which are energy combined with information. So on the Planck level, which is the smallest uh, level <laughs> uh, possible, 
according to physics uh, of our uh, physical world, there is uh, there are these fluctuations, these um, energy fluctuations, uh, which are enormous amounts of energy, and these fluctuations uh, are sometimes uh, organized by some type of information. Uh, to build what we call subatomic particles, uh, like quarks and uh, other types of uh, subatomic particles, which again make up the uh, uh, the inside of the atomic uh, nu uh, nucleus, like protons, protons and new and uh, neutrons, and then the which build the atom, which again builds the molecule, which again builds all the stuff that uh, the world is made of. So. Um, but at this basis, there is energy, uh, and uh, as I said, enormous amounts of energy. And what, and like Nassim Harriman says, that in just one cubic centimeter of of, uh, of a vacuum, or or fabric of space time, there's enough energy to uh, to feed uh, the world for thousands of years. So uh, the question is, what is this energy? Uh, where does it come from? And what is uh, uh, this information? Or what are these information systems that organize these energies to build the material world? And what Haramein says is, we can uh, say that energy plus information equals consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that's very in accordance to like old Indish uh, Vedic tra wisdom traditions, which say that consciousness is the basis for everything. So everything arises from consciousness. And uh, this is confirmed by more and more uh, physicists today that we have to take consciousness into the equations to understand the underlying basis of our reality. And that actually opens a whole new view into how the nature of reality is uh, constructed. Mm -hmm. And it also, ex I mean, all these other anomalies and all these paranormal phenomena uh, are much, much easier to explain when you uh, regard it uh, in this uh, view that consciousness is the basis. Consciousness is not, as Darwin says, a um, end product of evolution. Consciousness is the basis, and evolution is a product of consciousness. So that's we had it all wrong. We had it all wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, I could go further into that, but the point is that uh, uh, I mentioned some of these anomalies. I could mention uh, ten more, mm -hmm. but uh, this talk is not going to last to tomorrow. So, I, what I'm saying is that we have to change our. Uh, worldview, we have to uh, end the paradigm saying that the world is uh, basically materialistic. We have to uh, take the next step into a more holistic approach, because when we, uh, when we uh, accept that consciousness is one of the most basic things in the nature of reality, uh, we, this also implies that everything is connected. Uh, and uh, and it implies that every human being is part of this consciousness, that every living thing is part of this consciousness. There is nothing else but this consciousness. Nothing is outside it. So you are actually just another version of me because you are a singularity 
in this consciousness. I am a singularity in this consciousness because this consciousness evolves all the time and it needs both ob objects and subjects to make this creative play. Uh, and I think it was uh, Deepak Chopra, the famous uh, Indian philosopher and, uh, and physician, who said, because we were interviewing him uh, for our film, and I said, what is it that creates the, um, the uh, what is it that lies behind uh, this uh, creation in, uh, in uh, consciousness? He said, it's the creative play in consciousness. Mm -hmm. Just like air is inherent, uh, excuse me, just like wind is inherent in air, creativity is inherent in consciousness. And that's why we sit here as creative results of a, or results of an extremely creative consciousness, which is playing with all the, uh, the marbles or all the uh, different particles in this fantastic uh, world. And uh, our, um, the meaning with our lives is to just play our parts as well as we can uh, based on our own potentials and our own uh, needs and our own uh, wishes. We have our, a free choice, but we play out our lives. We make, uh, we, you know, we create these dramas. We create these uh, enormous, <laughs> this, and an enormous, enormous theater that we are, uh, an, or an enormous playground. So, like we, Shakespeare spoke about. Yeah. So everything is uh, a play. Yeah, it's it's all of a play, and it's you can say it's a simulation, maybe. Maybe we are just a kind of an interface for uh, this type of, uh, for, for this consciousness, that the human body is an interface. Uh, Donald Hoffman talks about that. Mm. Uh, mm. Tom Campbell, which is another YouTuber, says that uh, the, our bodies are an avatar. Uh, the whole, th uh, re our reality is just a simulation, like a, a data simulation. And it makes sense. Because uh, if we are here to explore and to develop consciousness through all the experience that we uh, gather, then it, it makes sense to me. So maybe that's the way it works. Tadia, uh, what is happiness to you? Happiness to me uh, is to feel uh, that I am a part of a living system that has a purpose, that has a meaning. Uh, that has a drive and uh, that has the ability to give me wonderful sensations of love and uh, wholeness. Um, I don't, I mean, it, happiness is extremely uh, difficult to explain with words, but it's the feeling inside that what you are and what you are doing has meaning. And what is self-love to you? Self-love is to accept yourself as you are, uh, to say that, okay, I'm, I'm, I am this uh, part of uh, the re big consciousness. I'm a singularity called uh, Tadia. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to play my part as best as I can. So I have to love myself. I, I won't waste my time staring in the mirror and say, I should have been this, I should have done that, I should have not done that. What I'm doing is what I'm doing. The choices I make are based on the information I'm, I have in that moment. And whatever I do, uh, I'll, I try to be kind. I try to be uh, 
uh, take care of my family. I try to to be a nice person, but uh, I I love the the opportunity that I have been given to have a experience on this planet in a human body, which I think is extremely extremely interesting. Can be fun, can be terrible, can be uh, uh, miserable, uh, can be devastating, but it, anyhow, it's extremely intriguing, ex extremely interesting. And last question for today, Tadja, uh, what is the deeper meaning of life from your perspective? Uh, well, the deeper meaning of life for me is to um, conduct my life uh, in accordance to uh, my own intentions, uh, based on my um, own potentials, and to uh, explore life as best as I can. Uh, on the way, I will try to be kind to other people. I will try to care about what uh, those who are around me and people I meet, because I think kindness and, uh, and being a, a loving person is uh, the easiest way to also be a happy person. Mm -hmm. So uh, the meaning of life is to explore. You, I've been giving a chance in this life to explore almost everything, everything I want. And uh, as far as I can do that and uh, have fun on the way and be a loving person, I think that's, that's the best thing to do. Thank you so much for coming onto the show today and all the best with your talk in Norway and your podcast. Thank you so much, Janneke. If you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light from here.